It's Thursday, December 5th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, states across the country are passing laws to help victims of child sexual abuse seek justice. We'll tell you why one new law in New Jersey could end up helping victims across the country. Then, you may have heard of the yellow vest protests in France, but have you heard of the pension plan protests? Trust us, they're a huge deal. And finally, an AI-powered robot gets a second chance. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is brought to you by Skylight Frame, the gift that thousands of moms call the best gift ever. The most complicated story today is about justice for victims of child sexual abuse. Even though it seems like this should be a very straightforward thing to achieve, it can take decades for victims to realize what happened to them and or to choose to speak up about it. But even then, statute of limitations laws can make it really hard to seek justice. Over the last year, a number of states have implemented new ways to make it easier for victims to have their day in court. And a new law that just took effect in New Jersey could actually have a nationwide impact. So today we're going to get into what these new state laws actually do, why this New Jersey law is such a big deal, and what this means nationwide for the victims and alleged perpetrators of abuse. There are two ways states have tried to help victims of abuse that took place years ago. One is by changing the statute of limitations on sexual abuse cases. Statute of limitations laws spell out the amount of time after an alleged crime occurred that criminal charges can still be filed. In the last few years, there's been a push to extend those limitations, thanks in part to the Me Too movement and high-profile cases involving the sexual abuse of minors by priests and Boy Scout leaders. In New York, for example, the statute of limitations for second- and third-degree rape used to be five years. New York's new law extended that to up to 20 years. Meaning, if the crime happened up to 20 years ago, it can still be prosecuted today. That's one way to help victims. But if the statute of limitations has already expired, another way is to create a special window of time during which victims of crimes committed long ago can decide to press civil charges. So far, a total of eight states and the District of Columbia have these windows. States like California and New Jersey. On New Year's Day, for example, California will open up a three-year window for victims of childhood sexual abuse to be able to press charges regardless of when the abuse took place. And if it's proved the perpetrator engaged in a cover-up, victims can get triple the damages, which means potentially huge payouts from these lawsuits. But the reason we're talking about this now is because of New Jersey's new law, which just took effect this week. Dozens of new lawsuits have already started pouring in including a new one announced today against a former cardinal who used to be the top church official in the state. The Catholic Church has reportedly spent millions of dollars around the country trying to stop states like New Jersey from passing these kinds of laws. And there's a big reason why New Jersey's two-year look-back window is a particularly big deal, because of the way it could target some organizations. So if a nationwide organization is or was ever headquartered in New Jersey, lawyers are saying that that organization can be sued for crimes that took place under its name anywhere in the country. That means New Jersey's law could be really bad news for the Boy Scouts. They're based in Texas now, but from the 1950s until the late 1970s, they were headquartered in North Brunswick, New Jersey. 
which means thanks to New Jersey's new law, the Boy Scouts could be on the hook for nationwide abuses that happened during that period. So how are institutions like the Boy Scouts and the Catholic Church responding to all of this? Well, in New Jersey, the Roman Catholic Church has set up a victim compensation fund where people can file claims of sexual abuse and settle their cases if they agree to not take their cases to court. That fund is already paying out money. Meanwhile, bishops are reportedly selling property to raise money for their victims fund and taking out bigger insurance policies. Even that might not be enough. This week, the Associated Press reported that the Roman Catholic Church could be facing more than 5,000 new cases. And the amount of financial payouts to victims could run higher than $4 billion. Some Catholic dioceses in cities like Portland, Oregon, and Tucson, Arizona, have already filed for bankruptcy as a way of freezing new claims against them. And now, the Boy Scouts are reportedly considering doing the same thing. So is USA Gymnastics. Publicly, the church has been asking for forgiveness and saying, we're taking this seriously. Here is the Archbishop of Newark, New Jersey, Cardinal Joseph Tobin, in a video message released last year. These wounds never go away. We must admit our guilt and recognize the injustice. But behind the scenes, the Boy Scouts and the Catholic Church continue to fight back against attempts by states to pass look-back laws or change the statute of limitations. Both say they do more now to screen priests and scout leaders, and that some of the cases being brought against them are hard to defend against, because they happened a long time ago, and some of the accused are already dead. Some politicians trying to stand up for sex abuse victims say that the lobbying efforts by the church and the scouts have been over the top, so much so that they have felt forced to withdraw legislation just to make the pressure campaign stop. So what's the skim? In a growing number of states, victims of sexual abuse going back decades are getting a new chance to seek justice. In the immediate future, there will be a lot of attention on how these laws impact victims of abuse in the church or by the Boy Scouts. But victim advocates say they could help anyone who's been abused raise cases against any institution. The Boy Scouts and the Catholic Church are taking steps to address these claims. But the Catholic Church is also spending millions to stop states from passing these laws to help victims get justice. So this fight could be far from over. Coming up, Paris was essentially shut down today as protesters took to the streets nationwide against the French president. We'll tell you why after the break. Struggling to find a thoughtful gift? Enter Skylight Frame. It's a touchscreen photo frame that you can update instantly by email. Bonus, everyone in the family can send photos to the frame, and they appear in seconds. Now, as a special holiday offer, you can get free shipping with your purchase when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code SKIM. That's right. To get free shipping with your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code SKIM. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T. F-R-A-M-E dot com, promo code SKIM. Paris is often called the city of love, but today it's the city of protest. Classes were canceled, the Eiffel Tower was closed, and most public trains shut down as tens of thousands of protesters took to the streets across the country. So what are these protests about? France's president, Emmanuel Macron, has proposed massive changes to the country's pension system, 
A pension is a kind of retirement plan in which an employer pays money into a fund that you get payments from on a monthly basis after you retire. Right now, private and public employees in France, like railway workers and teachers, can choose from one of 42 different plans based on their industry. But the system costs the government 14% of the country's GDP, making it one of the most expensive public pension systems in the world. So Macron said, let's streamline the process. One plan for everyone. Workers would accrue points that would ultimately pay out their future pension benefits. He says the new system will be more fair, but French workers aren't so sure. They're nervous about seeing their pensions reduced or having to work later in life before they can retire. So they're showing up in full force. If the words French protests ring a bell, you might remember that this time last year, the French came out in droves after Macron increased attacks on gas. The protesters were mostly middle-class workers who were required to drive long distances for their work. And they wore these yellow safety vests during their months-long demonstrations, the kind French drivers are required to keep in their cars for roadside emergencies. Even demonstrators who didn't drive began to wear the safety vests in solidarity. They became known as the yellow vest protests. Macron eventually did back down on the fuel tax, but when it comes to the pension system, aides say that Macron is determined to see his reforms through. Though, to be clear, the plan hasn't even gone into effect yet. But even so, the protests were huge and nationwide, and angry. Some got violent. Police in some areas even used tear gas on protesters. The words pension reform may not sound like a huge deal, but in France today, almost 200,000 workers hit the streets to demand liberté, égalité, and pension pay. So we'll be keeping an eye on how President Macron responds this time around in the days to come. It's Skim Money Thursday, where we look at some of the big headlines of the week and explain how they could affect your wallet. This week, we're looking at negative interest rates. You might remember that the Federal Reserve has cut interest rates three times this year. But President Trump wants the Fed to lower interest rates even more, like below zero. This has been a thing in places like Europe and Japan. Since the global economy hasn't been doing so hot, their central bank's interest policy went negative to encourage people to spend, borrow, and invest more money to boost the economy. The problem is, when the interest rate drops below zero, banks could charge you just to leave money in the bank. That's what's starting to happen in Germany, where people famously love stockpiling their hard-earned cash, but now they have to start paying up to do so. So if the US starts making negative interest rates a thing too, what would that mean for you? If negative interest rates were to happen in the US, and that's a big if, it could be a good time to take out a loan or buy big stuff like a car, because you'll pay less interest over time. But remember what's happening in Germany. Negative rates could make it more expensive to save money. For more on how interest rates can affect your wallet, head on over to theskim.com money. Before we go today, we've got a fun fact coming to you from the International Space Station. Where an old friend is returning for a visit. His name is Simon, 
short for Crew Interactive Mobile Companion. Actually, Simon is an AI-powered robot that's shaped kinda like a volleyball. He was first dispatched to the space station around this time last year to help astronauts with their work, but things didn't exactly go as planned. I'll put him back in the in the center of the cabin, but actually he appears to like the the deck position better because he's starting to fly back down towards the deck. Be nice, please. I am nice. He's accusing me of not being nice. <laughs> After being sent back to Earth for more tests, today, a new Simon is heading back up to the station. And we're hoping this go-around, he has a nicer time. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to hit subscribe and rate and review us online. If you want to add the Skim to your morning routine, sign up for our free newsletter, The Daily Skim, right on our website at theskim.com. It's everything you need to know to start your day right in your inbox.